Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 10 is where we're at this morning, and a message titled, Reentry. If you don't feel like you have purpose in your life, maybe it's because God has been saying to you, I want you to do something for me. I want you to step out for me. And you've just kind of been apprehensive. And maybe you're apprehensive because you're thinking, well, I think I just need a little bit more equipping. I think I need a little bit more training. I think I need a little bit more you know, ability. Maybe if my family was on board with it and it fit into my schedule and everything was just smooth and easy, then I would do it. And I'm just kind of waiting for the, the stars to align, the, the circumstances to kind of fall into place so that I can go out and serve the Lord. And it will be nice and easy and comfortable for me. Is that what Jesus does? No, no, he takes us and he takes the, he takes the weak, he takes the beggarly, he takes the ones who don't feel like they have anything to offer. And he says, you go, you serve, you do this. And, and, and we, we step outside of that comfort. And step outside of our ability, and we do what only Jesus can do through us. I, I love that story of the guy. Is, he's a Calvary Chapel pastor now, but at the time he was, he was a salesman of tractor parts, and he was just driving down the road one day, and he just he he just felt like the Lord was speaking to him. The, the night before, he'd had this dream where he was in this house and there was this little girl. She came in and she had she was something was wrong with her. And and so as he sat there in or he sat there in his car, he was driving. He's praying. He's like, God, do you want to use me in some way? Now, of course, he he didn't know anything about the spirit of God. He hadn't. He went to a church where they didn't really talk about those types of things. But he went into this farmhouse to sell him some tractor parts and. As he had this dream the night before, this, in his dream, this little girl came in who was, who was sick and she couldn't speak. And, and then in his dream, Jesus came and he touched this little girl. And all of a sudden she could talk. Well, he, he was, he walked into this living or this, excuse me, this kitchen of this farmhouse and this little girl came in crying. It was the same room, the same little girl as his dream. And he was like, wow, what's going on here? And, and he, he said to the people, he said, what's wrong with your daughter? And they said, well, she drank some gasoline and when, when the esophagus burn isn't as painful as her stomach pain or, or hunger pain, then she starts to cry. And he said, do you mind if I pray for your daughter? And he says, I, I know this is kind of unorthodox, but I just feel like I'm supposed to. And so he prayed for her and the Lord healed her. All of a sudden she wanted to eat and she would, you know, and so he, he got into his car and he's driving down the road. And then as he's driving down the road, and you know, this isn't something that was anything that he even knew about. All of a sudden, he started to speak in, a, in another language, and it freaked him out. And so he pulled over and he called his pastor, and he said, Pastor, this is back in the payphone days. He, he, he got on the payphone, he says, Pastor, uh, this is going on. I'm speaking in some weird language, and I just t- prayed for this girl, and she seemed to be healed. What's going on? And he said, well, you know, we don't really believe in that type of stuff, but you could call the Calvary Chapel down the road, and the pastor over there, Paul Smith, could probably tell you. 
Sometimes we just don't even realize God wants to use us and it's, it's outside of our comfort zone, outside of our ability, and God can use us in spite of us. So if you feel you don't have a purpose in your life, then maybe just say, okay, God, well, I, I really want to have a purpose. I want you to use me. One time I was, I was brand new. It was, we were, we were just here for a couple months. And I was a brand new pastor and I was working a full-time job over the hill, but I, I was just like, you know, we were starting a little church, but I realized I hadn't really done any pastoral ministry yet. And, and so I remember in my, I was driving in my car and I was praying, God, use me, use me to do some pastoral ministry, you know, like counseling or something, right? And I'm driving down the road and I get to Albertsons and there's a lady who'd come to our Bible study before we were at church and she, I saw her and she said, Pastor Mike. My husband and I were broke up. We have some problems, you know, and everything. And, and I was like, oh, you want to come in and, and counseling? Shannon and I will, will give you marriage counseling. I'm 27 years old. I don't know anything, right? And I was like, we'll, 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 and they're in their fifties. And I'm, I'm going to give you marriage counseling. And so they're like, okay. And, and so we sit down with them and my, and my wife and I, we had a, a bumpy start, you know, there was a little bit of duct tape on our marriage at the beginning. And, you know, there was some problems happening and, and the Lord resolved it. And so we, we thought, Hey, we have some experience. And so now we're, we're six years into marriage and we're ready to give other people marriage counseling because we have it all figured out. Right. But then this couple started to lay out this problem that they had and it was way beyond way be I mean it was like medications were on causing these problems and this and that and like things that were way beyond us and I remember at that moment saying this is this is outside of my depth and I said Lord Jesus give me your wisdom and, and Shannon and I just began to share with these people not feeling like we had the answers but he's the wonderful counselor and we're just there to serve them and God just began to pour forth wisdom from us and help them. And that was just so cool to see how God could do the work that I can't do. That He's the one who gets all the glory. Maybe, maybe it's just you've been avoiding ministry because you feel like you can't do it. Well, that's actually what qualifies you. Because if you think you can do it, then that kind of puts up a bar sometimes for God to be able to use you. What, what you need to have rather than ability is really faith. Say, God, I want to be used by you. And, and pray some dangerous prayers. God, use me. God, use me for your glory. Use me to help somebody. Use me to share the gospel with somebody. Lord, I'm willing to step out and trust you and see what God does. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today and the source of joy in the Christian life and certainly being used by God is part of that, but it isn't all of it. In fact, it actually can be a problem if it's not tied to something else. And this is why sometimes reentry and really coming home from the mission field can be a bit rough. We can try to ride that high. I don't know if you've ever done that. You, you know, maybe even just coming home from a retreat, you try to ride the high. You know, you come down into the valley and you try to ride the high. It doesn't work, does it? It's like, do, 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 do. But they're rejoicing in their words. Even the demons are subject to us. Now, Jesus told the 12, if you remember when he sent the 12 out in chapter 9, he told the 12, he says, you will have power over the devil to cast out demons. He didn't say that to the 70. So in chapter 10, when he sends out the 70, they said, he said, heal the sick and proclaim the kingdom of God. But they get out there and they realize they can cast out demons too. And that just goes to show you that when God sends you out, there's always unexpected blessings. There's things you don't expect when God sends you out that he's going to use you for that you never thought you were even able to do. I love that. It says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. That's a lot, right? Exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask 
or think according to the power that works in us. And this is where we, we have to be aware also, not only of the ability for God to use us in areas we can't be used, that we didn't think we could be used rather, but, but also the pitfalls related to those things. When God uses us in a mighty way, it causes us to rejoice, but we have to remember that it was God who did it and not because I'm special. And not because I have some supernatural ability or God, you know, God's chosen me because I'm, you know, so wonderful or anything like that. No, 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 no. And so Jesus responds to what they said with something kind of ominous. In verse 18, it says, then he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. What? That's crazy. Now, as he tells them this, he, he's, he's using the grammar indicating that that this happened sometime in the past. Not something he's observing now, but something that happened in the past. And this is referring to the angelic being who would become the devil, become Satan. And and there's a couple passages about this. Isaiah chapter 14 kind of gives us the reason why Satan fell. It tells us in Isaiah 14 verse 12, how you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How are you cut? How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. That's the angels of God. I will sit on the mount on the, on, of the congregation on the far sides of the north. I will uh, ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Wow. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. N- notice the pride and power that that Satan had that corrupted him. It was pride and power. It was thinking that because of his beauty and because of who he was, that he was something special. And that's not the case at all. He wanted to be, it tells us, like the Most High. And that was a temptation. You remember that when God created man, what did he make him like? He made him like God. Here's Satan, beautiful. We'll read that in a second. All beautiful and magnificent. And then God makes man... How? In his image, after his likeness, and he breathes into him the breath of life. And Satan was very, very jealous of that. He wanted to be like the Most High. And God made you in his image. What a slap in the face to Satan's pride. And that's why he would go to the woman and he would say to her, has God really said you shouldn't eat from any of the trees of the garden? And the woman said, no, you know, we're, we can eat from the trees of the garden. It's the tree in the midst of the garden that we can't eat nor touch it lest we die. And he says, you shall not surely die. For God knows the day that you eat of it, you shall be like God, knowing good and evil. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 208- 991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.